Today is Thursday, August 24th, 2023, and this is All the Leads Mastermind Podcast number 443. We're going to start with Tim today. Tim, take it away. Hey, just a couple of things, and, and uh, I'm going to sort of tease the back end of this a bit. Um, we're going to be blessed with an exciting presentation today. We've got one of our marketing implementation specialists joining us, and He's going to kind of walk you through a little bit about what they do and what uh, a couple of the things that we offer to you can do for you. And uh, we're going to be excited to hear Jessica do that for us. And then a little bit later in the call, I'm also going to tell you that we're going to do something to subsidize your mailing cost a little bit. We've uh, developed a good relationship with uh, an exciting piece with one of our vendors who's going to subsidize some mailing costs for you. So I'll talk to you about that a bit later as well. And with that, I'd like to go ahead and start with our customer piece, and then we'll maybe in a bit we'll uh, ask Jessica to uh, rock and roll. So, Bruce, take it away, bud. Oh, you're our customer piece. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome. Uh, this is the All the Leads Mastermind podcast. If you're listening after the fact on uh, your favorite streaming uh, platform, um, we welcome you. If you're listening after the fact on YouTube, uh, we welcome you. If you're here live. Um, we're excited to have you guys here. This is a mastermind call for you all. It's a, your opportunity to ask questions, share success stories. Um, you can, If you do have questions, you can either chat those in or you can raise your hand, which is what we always prefer. We like to see your face, hear your voice, have some interaction with you. So you could raise your hand and uh, ask questions, share wins, things like that. This is kind of a live coaching session for you guys. If by some chance you are off um, watching on Facebook or YouTube live stream, uh, you can chat your questions in there. There's not really a way to engage on camera, but you can chat your question underneath of the live stream. It'll come to us coaches and we'll be able to answer those. We do have a, a really good panel of coaches here that are available. We have lots and lots of subscribers that show up and watch this as well. And um, and And if you guys ask a question that uh, that I may not know the answer to. I guarantee there's some other coaches here who probably dealt with that situation or other peers of yours who dealt with the situation. So we want to hear those questions, basic, advanced, complicated transactions that you're in, bring them to us. Um, with that said, I've got uh, Coach Cameron here. I see Bill Gross. Bill, it's good to see you. I owe you an email back. I did forget. Um, <laughs> no, you just reminded me. I'll shoot that to you in a little bit. Um, and of course, the rest of the All the Leads family is here as well. So go ahead and shoot your hands up. Uh, we want to hear your wins and success stories or your questions. Um, in the meantime, I may start by talking to you guys about doing things that are hard, doing things that are difficult, and doing things that maybe give you a little bit of fear of failure. Um, we all have that fear of failure, every single one of us. Uh, there's no way to grow without putting yourself out there and giving yourself a chance to do something that is either going to fail or succeed. So I want to challenge many of you on this call who maybe are sitting on the sidelines saying, you know, I just don't have my perfect script. I haven't role played it enough. You know, I'm not sure which per is the perfect letter to send out first or what my video should say or what my website should say. I'm I'm just waiting on that perfect, the stars to align and God to shine a, a spotlight on my campaign and tell me exactly how I'm supposed to start to get the best results. Um, if you're waiting on that, 
you're probably going to end up washing out of a business like this. You're going to need to get started. And I'm going to encourage you guys to go out there and fail. I have failed not dozens of times, not hundreds of times, probably not thousands of times, but tens of thousands of times with things that I've tried and adjusted and failed again and tried and adjusted and failed again. And there is absolutely no way to achieve a measure of success without putting yourself out there in the imperfect and learning from uh, from the experience that you have. So I just wanted to come to everyone here and challenge you guys to put yourselves out there. Um, there's lots of training opportunities that uh, All the Leads is providing, that Probate Mastery is providing, that Bill Gross is providing with his call on um, on Wednesdays, I believe. Bill, you got to correct me. Thursdays, Thursdays. <laughs> okay. Um, lots of opportunities for you guys to learn, but a lot of times we get trapped in this uh, in this mode where we want to learn, we want to learn, we want to learn, and you can go for years showing up and hearing how everyone else does it without trying anything yourself. And if you don't try something yourself and put yourself in a position where, yes, you can fail, you will not succeed. So go mess up. I'm begging you, please go mess up. And please learn from those mess ups and adjust your approach. And you're going to see success along the way. So you're everybody to screw up. Is that it, Bruce? What's that? You want everybody to screw up. Is that it? I want everyone to screw up. Go fail. Go mess up. Great, great leadership. I'm so glad to hear from you today, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. And Bruce, I'll let, I'll let him pick on me too. I was going to add to that invite own real estate, and especially in my coaching career, I was asked so many times, what's the most common mistake you see agents make? By far, it's wanting to know everything before they do anything. Oh, yeah. It, it, it really is. And this is not brain surgery. Nobody's going to die if you screw up a presentation. Unfortunately, the, the, the disease is already, is already gone. So if you're not working at the ER, you know, don't be, don't be afraid to go out and take some action. Worst thing is you're gonna you're not gonna get that deal and you're gonna learn from it. But uh, there was another book, a great book years ago called Outliers. I don't know if you ever read that. Boy, if anybody hadn't read that, I highly recommend it. That it, it, and I don't know if they just made this number up, but yet to get truly unconscious competent at something, you have to attempt it ten thousand times. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I was asked to speak at to groups and. Uh, Groups of realtors and investors, and how do you get so good at prospecting? Like, like I was born that way. I said, go out and do something fifty thousand times, and you'll get good at it. Believe me. So it, it is repetition. It's trying and failing. You learn more from failing than you do from success. So just wanted to repeat that. You know, um, a lot of people. It's it's you've got two. Um, you have two choices. You can either fail by not trying. Or you can try and fail and adjust and succeed the next time. That's those are the those are the two things. Or I guess you have three. You could go out and fail once and say I'm never going to do that again, uh, which, which is not what I'm encouraging you guys to do either. Uh, but mess up with education and learning in mind. Mess up with learning in mind. And yes, please come to trainings. Please, please learn from others' mistakes as well. Show up to this call, ask your questions, role play, different things like that. So there's room for practice. 
but don't practice and practice and practice and practice and never play in a game. I'm going to, I'm going to add one other thing to what you said. I don't disagree with any of it. You're right. And you know, if you're, if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying and, and everybody has to do that. And in particular, it has to do with your, you know, your approach to what to say, when to say it. And you'll learn as you go, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And I'll, I'll, this is the part I want to add. You've got to be really, really religious about the fact that you know when something begins to click. And one of the best tips I ever got about some of that sort of stuff is make it, they refer to them as keynotes. If you have, you know, have a particular line that resonated well with a customer and you know, wow, when I said that, they, their attitude changed. Make a note of it. Make a note of it. And look at not only the things where you're, you know, don't don't worry about breaking a lot of eggs, but when you haven't broken an egg and you score, make a note of it. Know what you did well, as well as being willing to fail a bunch of times when you're succeeding. Make sure you figure out why you did that. It will become a habit and it works well, but you'll accelerate that process if you start documenting a little bit about what you succeeded. Don't make another big, long script and try and lay it all out. Just say, you know, I said cat and they jumped and it worked out well. And that's really important. Just a few little notes about the good things you said or something you did or anything like that that worked well. Make a note of it. It's kind of like golf. Uh, I used to go play golf and I'd have 899 bad shots in, in the round. And uh, lo and behold, around the 18th hole, I'd hit one good shot and I'd go, this game's amazing. I'm going to play again. <laughs> that's where you have to get get to that point where you you have something that good that's that's good. And you go, oh, man, that's this is going to feed me and it's going to give me motivation to go get more of these. Indeed. Yeah. Why do you say that, Bruce? When I play golf, no, I only keep track of how many bars I made. <laughs> it makes me feel a lot better. Even if it's only two. I got a two today and a three tomorrow. <laughs> I, I keep track of the bogeys that I make. Those, those <laughs> maker. But, uh, again, you're focusing on your failures, Bruce. <laughs> hey, I love bogeys. It's better than better than the infamous eight. <laughs> I was going to say, Jim, if you're doing that, you can use the same pencil all year long, can you? Uh, for Probably for my life, yeah. Lifetime. Same here, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, if there are not any any hands up or any of that, Jessica, if you're ready, would you like to uh, take over and get going? All right. Uh, so I'd like to introduce you to Jessica Tabor, and uh, she's got a great presentation she's going to do, and we're all excited for her to do it. Jessica is uh, actually our longest tenured marketing implementation specialist. She does a great job. A lot of you work with her, and we always get great, uh, great reviews about her work from our customers. So take it away there, kiddo. Awesome. Thank you so much. Just want to make sure everybody can hear me. We're good. Okay. Thank you. Um, thanks for the introduction, Tim. Yes, I'm one of the marketing consultants here with all the leads. Uh, we have two other fabulous marketing consultants as well, Lizzie and Jesse. I'm sure some of you have heard and been assigned to them as well. So um, what I do here at All the Leads, what we as marketing consultants do here at All the Leads is we help our customers implement very successful campaigns. Um, so we help um, set up marketing such as um, from our marketing catalog, postcards, brochures, um, letters. We help select the letters for you. Um, and we also, you know, we, we, also talk about websites a lot very often, which websites are a very key element in the marketing. So just a quick, you know, brief spiel on websites as well. Um, 
And one of the main focuses that I want to talk about today is our websites and the importance of having that strong marketing campaign from the start. Um, you know, our marketing um, for the websites, what I hear very often from my customers, you know, both new and existing, um, is that they already have a pro, I mean, excuse me, a real estate website. Um, and that is great, you know, for your real estate business. Um, but what you have to remember is that the personal representatives that you're contacting, they're dealing with very probate specific issues. Um, so they're not looking really to dive into your real estate site um, to look for listings that you have posted. Um, and the purpose of our credibility website for probate is to provide foundational probate information that those representatives are looking for and needing assistance with. Um, so when you're mailing your letters, your postcards, or anything else, you want to have that probate credibility website on your mailings so that you can drive the traffic to that website. Also remember, um, you know, that probate is an extension of your real estate business. It doesn't mean that you um, should cut corners with marketing. You know, we really want to help you get that marketing right them from the very beginning. Um, so when we have those onboarding calls with you, those marketing calls with you, we're really looking to get everything set up correctly um, so that you're not trying to piece it together as you go. Um, what we usually recommend is, you know, when you're investing a little cost up front, um, you're saving um, quite a bit of money from trying to, like I mentioned, piece all of that together as you go. So that small investment up front um, is going to help you get your campaign on the right path from the very beginning. Um, you know, we also with our websites, um, it is a full website that we can help customize for you. We can add on additional pages. If you do have that real estate website, we can also link your um, real estate website to your probate site. So that way they can go back and forth. Um, so you can still showcase, you know, the real estate um, experience that you have, but you also have that probate website. Again, just outlining those key pieces, that foundational pieces for, you know, the probate um, niche that you're in. Um, so I like to say, um, don't just float along, you know, have a strong marketing and the right pieces in place from the start. And that'll help you to swim in the probate ocean um, without sinking. Um, also remember that we do have um, right now through the end of August, we still have the end of summer sale. So you can still save that $50 off the initial website design. So definitely um, contact, you know, your probate specialist, um, sorry, your um, marketing consultant, myself, Lizzie or Jesse, our support team. They'll definitely get you on board. Um, and if you have any questions, reach out. We'll be more than happy to help you. But that's what I really wanted to talk about today. Um, just making sure that you get your marketing um, in place and correct from the very beginning. That's great. I just asked Alyssa while you were talking to pop up the slide. And for those of you who may not remember, the promotion that's going on this month is that we're knocking 50 bucks off the setup fee for your website so we can get that done. And if you haven't done that, uh, at least make sure that you contact uh, any of the people that Jessica mentioned and uh, at least get a walkthrough and understand everything that you get with that, uh, with that website. And I'm going to show you something at the end here that also will help you understand why it's really important to have that too. So we'll talk about that. Uh, good job. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent work. Bruce, back to you, buddy. Perfect. And I'm going to keep beating this dead horse. You don't have to have the absolute perfect campaign to start with. It doesn't have to be the campaign that's going to 
meet everybody, every single one of your leads where it where they are. Um, it needs to be something that gets out there that you can adjust, that you can modify, that you can add to later. So if you're going to start a campaign, just start and then perfect over time. Perfect as you get feedback and as you see results and as you see things that might need to be tweaked. Just start. Just start. Um, I've done this for nine or 10 years in the probate space. And every six months I go into my campaign and I look at my letters and I go, you know, this one doesn't seem to resonate with me personally the same way that it did six months ago or a year ago. I think I'm going to modify this, or I think I'm going to try a new unique selling proposition, or I'm going to try to offer something a little bit differently. So maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to point them to my website in the very beginning of the letter this time. And so you go in and you start tweaking things and maybe you look at your campaign and you go, this is such a great campaign. I'm happy with everything about it. I think it's time to add a postcard or maybe I'm going to ask a vendor to kick in and offset some of my my marketing costs and I'm going to add a flyer for this vendor in. There's lots of things that you guys can do. You don't have to start with all those things added in and pieced together. Just go in and review your marketing every three months, every six months, and tweak and adjust and add. And that's all That's all it takes is um, make some adjustments. But please get started. Get started. If you're not, I know Kelly, Cameron, uh, they're on here. And uh, they can probably tell lots of stories of people that said, hey, probate's not really working out for me. And you say, why? And they say, I never really did anything. I haven't made a call. I haven't sent a mail. I never, I never set a website up. I never reached out to attorneys. I didn't do anything. Probate's not for me. Don't be that person that says it's not for you if you never got started. Start. Start. That's my message for the day is please start something. It's not perfect. You'll learn. So, um, and just a quick reminder for everyone, I don't see any hands yet. Uh, we are here to take your questions. Um, we'll uh, end the call early if we have to, but I'd love to see some questions and some comments and some success stories up. If you want to share those, go to the reactions button at the bottom of your Zoom screen. So click on reactions and raise your hand. Um, you can also chat those in as well, um, but we'd love to hear from some folks, especially if you don't want me to blindside you by calling you up to the stage to talk. <laughs> right. I, I could talk about my experience, Bruce. Uh, Am go ahead, man. I to this day still feel like I'm fumbling my way through these conversations. Um, I was doing it yesterday. I was calling uh, this month's uh, batch of leads. Maybe I, I I like the old leads. By the way, here's a friendly friendly tip for any subscribers. If you have just recently signed up, I believe you can buy old leads. Right? Can we do that still? I love six month old probate leads. I feel like in my experience, five month to six month old probate leads, that's when they're they they're probably already had their court date. They're a little more ready. Um, you can build rapport. Maybe, maybe the calls have died down for that representative. Um, but anyhow, that's a side note. But yeah, I still feel like I'm fumbling my way through these conversations. After being a subscriber for I think three or four years now, I have attended Bruce's uh uh probate. Which ones are Pro Foundations, right? Foundations a few times. And you get some good scripts out of there. At, and at, But I still don't use it the way Bruce would teach us to use it, right? So I'm getting in there and I hit the, 
I, I always fumble my way really quickly to the three points, the three categories of help representatives typically need. This is something I often talk about with, uh, with, uh, on my calls. Um, they want to know what to say. It's like, dude, you're just there to help, offer help and say here in your experience, here's the help that people typically need three categories, right? Uh, personal property, whether you need an estate sale or, um, or a clean out. The second category is maintenance on a property, all inclusive, anything you need me to facilitate getting the yard trimmed, getting something painted, construction projects. And third category is the property itself. My highest and best use is, um, of course, selling the home. I'm a licensed realtor and investor. Um, but if you want to hold on to the property, I'd love to introduce you to my network of people that you might help facilitate that, title companies, insurance agents, et cetera. So yeah, anyhow, I- I've got that down enough now to be able to spit that out to everybody. But um, I don't know, in, in, in an effort to be encouraging, like I still feel like I'm fumbling my way through that. Hey, I'm 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 here to help. I'm a probate specialist. You know what I mean? You just got to get through it, and then you get through that call, and you get to the next one, and you're like, okay, this time I won't do that. And then you, someone answers, and they say, how'd you get my number? And I get through that call, into the next one, and you just uh, that's it, the trial by fire is the best way to do it, man. Mm-hmm. And even three years in, you still fumble a little bit. You still Dude, make mistakes. The nine years in, ten years in on probate calls for me. <laughs> almost 20 on prospecting calls in general, I still screw up yeah. and I teach this stuff. <laughs> so you know, yeah, Bruce, we have a saying and it's called, we build the plane while we're flying yet. Right. And there's a reason we have that saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, that doesn't work. We'll try another piece. It's no problem. Like you just keep building. You never get it perfect. Yeah. Never, never. You're it's, it's, uh, it's not going to be perfect. And guess what? Just as soon as you have it perfect, you're going to call and someone's going to say something that you didn't expect or you've never heard before. And you start building pieces of that wing while you're, while you're flying. And, uh, and sometimes you just hit home runs. Sometimes you call the right person. It's funny, my, um, uh, an ISA called for me, um, a couple of weeks ago and, um, sent over a nurture lead and said, this guy just said that he's not selling anything now. Uh, He said to shoot him an email. He'll call you later if he ever needs anything. And so kind of a cool lead, um, nothing that was had any heat to it. Uh, I'm putting an email together and my phone rings and I answer and the guy said, hey, I think I just spoke with your assistant. Uh, He said, I do have four properties that are rentals that I need to sell. And he said, but I didn't know you. And I didn't know your assistant. And so I just put him off and I went and Googled you. And I see that, that you've been doing this for a while. You're this guy, right? And he, he mentioned where I went to school and different things on my LinkedIn profile and my website. And I said, yeah. And he said, okay, good. Here's what I have to do. I got to sell these four properties and I need to roll them over into a commercial property. And that was someone that uh, we, I would have thought that we failed with on the phone call. We didn't get anywhere. But he wanted to secretly go check me out and make sure that I wasn't a fly-by-night newbie that didn't have anything. He just wanted to check me out, which is another reason to have a digital presence online for those people that hold you at arm's length in the initial conversation, but go look at you. So uh, that just happened maybe two weeks ago. Um, Those types of things happen, but guess when they don't happen? You guys are going to be sick of me saying it. When when do they not happen? Cameron Kelly. When you don't make your goals. When you don't do anything. Yeah. When you're scared to start. So 
Uh, I actually, I actually also uh, wanted to mention. I talked, I talked with Tim about this yesterday. Um, I have lost two deals I can think of in particular because I did not have a website. My website is just an IDX feed to my MLS, just a search engine. So CameronRosa.com is just that. But by not having a website, definitely can think back on two deals that I did not get. And hey, Bruce, um, just to cap all these students here, yeah, you know, I appreciate the honesty of everybody, Cam, admitting it. We we all fumble whether we succeed. But to Tim's point about uh, making a, a keynote when you do something right, the most fun times were me for me, and I still do it today on, you know, coaching calls with our subscribers and affiliates. You'll hear yourself say something, and you'll be so impressed. You'll say, "Like, damn, where did that come from? I didn't know I knew that." <laughs> I mean, it doesn't happen often, but that that is so much fun when that happens. Make a note of it. <laughs> if you talk enough, everything comes to the surface. So. Good stuff, guys. I, I see Steve's hand is up. All right, Steve, go ahead and unmute yourself. How are you, my friend? Hey, good afternoon, Bruce. Uh, a couple things. First off, um, thanks for bringing Jessica on. And I uh, just want to also echo Tim's job. Great job. And for those who haven't worked with Jessica or the team, she's absolutely wonderful. So you're going to get great support. Just reach out or whatever it may be in terms of getting your message out. So, Bruce, you talked about being you know, the newbie. And for many of us, we are newbies and we got to get over that because, you know, even when you talk to people, I said, look, yeah, I'm starting out, but we all started sometime. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all started and you got to just not let that get in the way. And people are going to do whatever research they want. And I agree with you, Bruce, you got to have some footprint, something out there that, you know, provides some level of credibility. And if you offer something, then you you truly become the authority if it's a giveaway something on your website that you're doing. Hey, this person knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And while I can appreciate what Kelly said about building the airplane as you're flying it, I got to tell you guys, as a Master Army aviator, you know, with combat missions, um, yeah, that's counterintuitive. And I'm not certain that's the best analogy to make. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I think you just got to, you know, perfection is the enemy of good enough. Just get started. Don't, don't worry about it, okay? But I got to tell you, I don't want to be building my airplane when I'm at 30,000 feet. Just saying. And I've been- Let's build a marketing campaign at 30,000 feet then. <laughs> well, yeah. But I, I think, remember, everything's grassroots. It starts local. You, you just got to start. You can't let the crush of what others are doing. I mean, you, success stories are wonderful and they should all give us hope. And that's the key. It's hope. Hey, if it happened to them, it can happen to me. But I got to start somewhere. Right. I mean, it's not going to be perfect. Right. And I'll be the first one to say, I screw up on the phone all the time. Right. Oh, man. I, and I, after a while, you know, after that, you know, as a soldier, I go, okay, let me do my after action review. Well, 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 what didn't go well? What are you going to, how do you recur? I know that it's not so much getting so specific on every word you say in a script. Respectfully, you're trying to have a conversation with someone, see if you can solve their problem. That's what it really comes down to, more than anything else. And, and try to just level up some rapport with them. And I agree with what Cameron said. The older leads, man, the guys out there trying to buy houses, 30, 40 cents on the dollars, they've long since gone. They're not there. Now they're stuck with this house and they realize, hey, they're going to rent it or maybe those that hasn't worked. They're overwhelmed with the crush of probate. And I can tell you that as an executor, that it, it will wear on you. Even in a state that's not all that hard. You get more more complicated. 
And sometimes with the house, you know, let's face it, it's still costing them money while it's sitting there. Right. And they're going to sell to somebody at some point, or they're going to elect to be a landlord, or you know, perhaps you can get them in a creative financing where they can make more money back. You know, but there's an option there for them to solve that problem because that's the question. Hey, if it's sitting there and it's vacant, you're paying money on something that you're not getting return on. And it truly is a liability at that point because it's not cash flow. It's pulling money out of your pocket or the estate's pocket. So how can you get that that conversation going? So those are my thoughts on the matter. I know Bruce, you wanted somebody to raise her hand, so I did. So I Thank guess you. I'll, I'll clam up now because because I think Tim and, and Jim want, you know, they're wishing that this bad penny just go away. No, I, I know. Laugh, you put it in into chat. And I I was thinking about when I was when I was learning to fly as well, making a comment like that to my flight instructor. Hey, you know, maybe we'll build a plane in the air. I mean, he'd have probably kicked me out before I ever soloed. <laughs> and, and no disrespect to Kelly, she's a wonderful coach. I'm just not saying that's the right analogy. It's not not working for me. Just just say Kelly, no, 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 I don't want to put that right wing on while I'm at thirty thousand feet. No. Matter, so you can build a better aircraft, you God. We'll just leave it at that. And like, uh, of course, we would have a pallet on the call. <laughs> Just saying. Sorry. <laughs> Good. That was my history. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, well, making sure your parachute. Is- yeah, exactly. And then you know, well, Jim, Jim, something. I, I did that too. All right. I was also in the 82nd Airborne. So, I was a time there where I said I was conflicted. I wasn't sure if I could stay in or get out. <laughs> Over the plane. Right. Well, you know, any second airborne division, it's a, you know, we parachute. We do that all the time. I'm a master army uh, parachutist too. So, you know, I just conflict. Um, Steve, I, um, I, I appreciate you raising your hand um, for uh, multiple reasons, but one is because you really gave me a thought of uh, something that I experienced that I wanted to bring up and maybe an exercise that everyone on this call could go do. Um, I moved to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina back uh, eight, nine years ago and uh, started running radio ads. I started in probate, started running radio advertisements. I went on some commercials. I sponsored a baseball team. Um, I did a lot of farming and direct mail. And I I, all the things that I had done in my former market in Virginia that were producing a few hundred deals a year, uh, I thought I would just replicate those couple hundred deals a year in year number one in a new market where I didn't know anyone or didn't have any brand recognition, which is not going to happen. You can't instantaneously just throw money unlimited amounts of money at something and expect that it's going to work the same way that it took five years to build in another market. It takes time. Not saying don't put money into your marketing. I'm saying it takes time to build. It takes time to ramp. So I put all this money into my market and I'm running radio ads multiple times a day with live reads from my uh, sponsors and my sponsors were the radio DJs. And so I've got credibility and and uh, big personalities backing me up. And I went three or four months without getting anything. And about the fourth month, fifth month, somebody calls me and said, it's about time you answered the phone. I don't even think I'm going to use you. And I said, well, first off, who who are you? How do you call me? And she said, I've been leaving you messages for weeks now. 
and you haven't called me back. I said, I don't have any messages on my phone. Who are you? Where have you been calling me? And she gave me the phone number that she'd been calling. And I did a little Google lookup and up pops a web page for a guy named Bruce Hill, real estate agent, Raleigh, North Carolina. And the picture on the web page is not me. And I realized that after all these tens of thousands of dollars of ad spend, that there was another guy in my market, my same age, same middle initial, uh, from for Virginia also, named Bruce Hill, who was in real estate. And everybody that I'd been advertising to was Googling me and finding that there's this longtime real estate agent here in Raleigh that they all thought was me. And who knows how much business he got off of my advertisements from people that were calling him because- He got all of it, Bruce. He got all of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So now um, I realized one thing at the time, uh, the benefit there is I now know who he is. I don't think he knows who I am. I I could be wrong, but I was like, I know that, that this person exists now and that they own page one of Google if you just look my name up. But uh, but I don't think that he knows who I am. So I've got a little bit of a head start. And I went to work and in about two weeks of shooting a few short videos and interviewing an attorney here and there and writing a quick little blog and popping up a website. Within a couple of weeks, when you Googled my name, I owned the first page of Google and it took a couple of weeks to knock this person down off of the first page of Google and own five or six dominant spots on when somebody Googled me. And that's all it took is a couple of weeks of concerted effort. So my challenge to those of you here, go Google yourself, right? And you don't have to put real estate agent, Virginia Beach. You don't have to put Realtor, just Google yourself and make your challenge to own page one under your name in the U.S. Somebody looks up your name in the U.S. Now, that's difficult for me if I look my name up because there's some uh, ex-NFL players named Bruce Hill and there's some big figures. But my goal is to own page one of Google, not just with the keyword real estate behind my name. So that's a challenge that I'm going to give for you guys because people do covertly, secretly check you out. They don't hear your voice for the first time on a voicemail or get a text for the first time or open a letter for the first time and go, wow, I'm going to call this stranger back. They're going to need to see some stuff from you. And that if they look you up, they need to find that you know what you're doing. It starts with credibility website in the probate niche. Starts with a good buyer site if you work with buyers, Um, but go blog, go do some videos, go put a really killer LinkedIn profile up, do some stuff that when someone looks, looks at you within a few weeks, you look unbelievably credible. It took me two weeks. I was brand new in Raleigh. I hadn't spent any time on my digital presence and it took me two weeks to look like the expert. Now, I felt pretty good about that because I did know what I was doing. I was from another market, but it only took two weeks to appear as the expert. I went from no presence online at all to owning page one of Google. And that everyone here can do that. It's going to yep. take a couple of weeks of effort, but you can all do that. Now the website should be a cash register. Say again, Steve. 
The website should be a cash register. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, Bruce, that never would have happened if you'd had a Jessica back then. No. <laughs> you would put your marketing in place. Yep. So, yep. I, I know, Winston, you had your hand up. Did you want to comment? Yeah, he'll say good morning. Good morning. Good morning from Southern California, guys. I just wanted to say thanks, Bruce. You know, it, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I, I've been kind of quite honestly slacking off a little bit on, on my mailings. I haven't been doing my callings, and a couple of months have gone by, and I've been kind of reviewing my year and saying, got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. So I've been resetting my goals. And today, I actually got the the coaching kick in the butt that I needed. So I wanted to say thank you. It was interesting timing because my wife, who has a has a Silverado, she has horses and dogs as big as horses, and she wanted something different. She's now told me that she would love to have a new Tahoe. So I'm going to draft her help, telling her that if she wants a new Tahoe, she's going to earn it, and she's going to earn it by getting on these calls and making it happen. So, you know, this has been good for me to get my goals fired up again. And while I'm at it, and, and Steve, as a fellow Army veteran, love you, but you stole my thunder today because Jess, as what I call Jessica, I call her Jess, has been helping me now for a while. And I have found her help to be, be valuable. She's always been responsive. She's been courteous. She's been professional. If I had an issue that needed to have some extra attention, she has been there. So if I could give her five stars, I'd give her six. So thanks, Jess, for taking care of me. With you just reminded you reminded me of something from my coaching career uh, with Mike Ferry. They used to teach us to get together and set a family goal. Like the family, what would you really like to do? We'd all like to go to Disney World at the end of the year, and then tell your kids to ask you every day, Dad, are we still going to Disney World? <laughs> So that's kind of like you, you with your Tahoe there, you know, and you can have your family, your spouse, the people around you that you interact with every day, best be your best accountability partners. When they see you slacking off, they'll remind you before, sometimes before you'll, you know, hold yourself accountable. That's a great, that's a great example. Yeah. This is her goal. She wants the Tahoe for the horses and for her, her dogs together. We have 300 pounds of labs, only two labs, but they're like on steroids. So. I said, hey, if this is going to happen, you're going to make it happen. But I always remember what Dr. Phil says, a happy wife makes a happy life. So we're going to work on this. I'll keep you guys posted with our progress. I want to see the picture of that Tahoe, buddy. <laughs> She's already designed it online, and it's not cheap. So <laughs> you have to work hard for it. No kidding, for sure. Hey, thanks for the kick in the pants, Bruce. Thanks, Winston. Hey, uh, one of the questions that, that just came in online, uh, someone is asking us to talk a little bit about pre-probate. And Bruce, do you want to do that or would you like me to? Yeah, and then you'll, uh, I'm sure um, you'll be able to talk kind of logistics a little bit, but um, pre-probate, um, great source, guys. Um, if you want to be working a type of lead that uh, really doesn't have much competition. So number one, probate has very limited competition. If if anyone here is a prospector and you farm or you call for sale by owners or expired uh, circle prospecting, things like that, you have a lot more competition than you do when you're doing probate. So probate is a great way to fan out the competition. Pre-probate is even better. So pre-probate is going to be those folks that no one else really really accesses. Um, your 
almost guaranteed to be the only person in a market that touches base with someone going through pre-probate. Um, and now there are some pros and cons. Uh, the pros are um, cost. Cost is significantly lower on pre-probate. Another pro is going to be that you virtually wipe out any competition that may be prospecting or marketing to a pre-probate lead. Uh, the cons are there's no real public record. And so um, your data is not going to be quite as accurate as with probate. You're going to grab someone, you're going to call someone and say, hey, you know, I'm looking for a Mr. Yandel. And uh, I think you're involved with the estate of John Jones. And they're going to go, no, John's sitting right beside me. He's not passed. Okay. So that occasionally happens. It occasionally happens where um, you might get five or six or seven different possible heirs and not know which one is the perfect person to communicate with. Those types of things happen. But if you're willing to um, put in some time and some effort and willing to deal with some uh, data that's not 100% accurate, and that, that's fine. You're going to find a lot of gold in a pre-probate list. Um, I highly encourage it, but it takes some effort. It takes some effort. Um, with anything that has the big upside, you're going to need to go through a little bit of effort and be able to deal with any potential negatives like, hey, you know, this this uh, mailer bounced back or this person says that they're not the right person that's involved with the state and the, with the estate. And that's OK. It's perfectly fine. It's a good source to be able to um, work and and get people that haven't been touched by anybody else. Yep. Let's talk about let's talk about really what what the difference is in terms of the leads and how, how we gather them. I think that's probably important. That'll help a little bit. Um, the probate, obviously, we start with with courthouse data. It's in probate. There is a personal representative that's been assigned. We we send you the uh, docket information, everything that's on there. We send you the name of the decedent when they died, their last known address. We send you the court, the appointed uh, legal representative, that PR, which is the executor or the executrix and in older terminology, it's all called personal representative these days. And if an attorney has been appointed, we shoot you the attorney as well. And so those are, are relatively guaranteed good solid data. At least that's the data that came from the court, and we can't change that data. So we're going to give you the best we can. We take that data and we run it through 32 augmentation steps. We proofread it. We have eyes on it multiple times from people that look at it every time it goes through the steps. We go out and find all the phone numbers we can find for it. We run it through the postal service data to make sure that it's indeed a deliverable address uh, for the personal representative because that's who your point of contact is. We also go out and if we can find an email, we grab the email for it. We run it through the do not call list. We make sure that you're aware of who is and isn't on the DNC list. And then you make your own choices about whether you want to contact them or not. And we'll reserve that conversation for another one. We talk about it a lot, but that's the probate side. So we're starting with this court document there. On the pre-probate side, we start with a notice of death and we gather that information from a number of places. There is a uh, a database that's out there. Uh, it's basically called the death list, which is a, a federal database. We have the ability to access some of that. We also get data from funeral directors, from legacy.com, from all of those places that we subscribe to data feeds to pull that data in. And we compare it to data that we've gotten before. Once we have that, we look at the 
data that typically is published with the obituary for that person. And in that, typically, it, uh, it says who the survivors are, in many cases where they lived, at least the city. They usually don't give addresses, but certainly the city that they came from is sometimes there. That's the data that we start with. And then we really dig in and we try to do the augmentation there too. We look those people up. And if we see that, you know, it's Sally Jones and Billy Jones and, and you know, Aunt Nellie, we get all that data and we try to go furnish you with contact information to reach those heirs or potential heirs of the person who passed away. And the other thing that I'll point out that makes probate, pre-probate a bit different is that we're going to give you that data sometimes literally the day after the person's notice of death gets published. I mean, they literally, funeral may not have happened yet. We've got the data. And so you're certainly more likely in pre-probate to run into someone who is very, very definitely suffering from, uh, you know, the loss of the loved one, as opposed to in probate, you know, it could be, uh, it could be relatively nearby the timeline the person passed, but it's more likely that the personal representative may not even be a family member. It could be someone who's appointed to do it or whatever. You're a bit removed from the, the trauma of the debt. So you have to approach pre-probate slightly differently. And, you know, you've got to be aware that you've got to be very, very empathetic and uh, very gentle in your approach. If you call somebody who just lost a loved one and, you know, it's a close family member and you go, hey, you know, what about that house? Uh, John have a house when he died? That's not a good place to start. So you got to be extremely sensitive about it. Bruce does a great job of training and teaching you about that. That's an important aspect that you've got to use for differentiation. Um, the other side of it is that you've got a kind of a shotgun that you got to deal with in, in probate, you're pointing a lot of your effort at that, that personal representative. And we try to make sure that you do get in touch with that person. And in pre-probate, you may have five people to talk to. So depending on how you do that and what you do for your mailing and all of that, you may be sending stuff out to multiple people. Um, so that's a, that's an important piece of that. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's something, Bruce, I think you cover that in foundation, don't you? Yeah, we, um, we hit, uh, uh a lot of how, what to say and how to say it in probate foundations. Um, and then also the, uh, mastery certification course goes really deep into that. Hey, uh, one, one thing, both of you, I, I don't think either one of you mentioned a plus of pre-probate is we do have properties that we've identified nationwide that the people that the people own, which is, is, um, we kind of give you the features of probate plus included in pre-probate. So that's a nice thing to know. And it's property plus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's a very, yeah, it's a very, it's a great lead source. And, you know, we certainly believe in it. We wouldn't be selling it if we didn't, but, um, it's a great, great lead source to do that with. And I want to, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what I was going to talk about, uh, now because I don't want to run out of time and it may generate some questions. Um, as you know, we've over the, over the years, certainly in the last couple of years, we've developed a good solid relationship with the cash advance people who literally, uh, offer money to people that are in probate, uh, well in advance of the settlement. They, their whole premise is that they absolutely will, uh, work through that process with the person that's in, uh, in probate. And they'll advance cash to the heirs. And what that simply means is that if there's a way that the heir is named uh, on a will, if there's any way to attach 
that air to uh, something that is a leanable uh, uh, commodity, they'll advance cash on the spot. And they've done it as quick as overnight. In one case I was aware of, they literally, I don't know that the money was delivered overnight, but they literally got it approved on an overnight basis and did a really good job of getting that out to them. And they are quick to fund this. It's a really great funding source and they do that. So we we constantly stay in touch with them. And I've seen a dramatic increase in the number of people who are filling out that form. And we haven't touched on this for a while. So I reached out to to the folks at Probate Cash, talked with them a little bit last week, and we've come up with kind of an interesting program. Um, they're going to subsidize some mailing costs for you. And it's not huge, but if you're doing mailing, they want the opportunity to add an inserted flyer into your mailing that highlights the probate cash program. And on it, if you have one of our websites, uh, it will drive that traffic, that, that, that great flyer they're putting together uh, does. It'll drive it right back to your website and your cash advance page on your website. And the value of that for you is twofold. One is that uh, you know, it's just great traffic builder for you. That's cool stuff. But in addition to that, there's obviously a commission structure for you. And I'm going to go over this. We didn't have time to make a slide. I literally finished up this conversation with them immediately before the call. Uh, but your compensation on that is that if they fund $5,000 to an heir, uh, you make 300 bucks. If they uh, fund uh, uh, 10,000 bucks, you make six. If they fund 15, you make 800. And if they fund 20 grand, you can make $1,000. Well, that mounts up pretty quickly. And depending on where you are, uh, you know, you may have a great big opportunity to go do that. Very important on, on uh, pre-probate because you're doing it directly to the heirs as well. So I think it's a pretty, pretty important uh, part of this. And we'll also knock a nickel off of the cost of the mailing to do that because they're subsidizing the cost of doing it. So we're doing it to, for them and uh, they, they're kicking in an extra nickel per, per document. So it'll reduce the cost of your mailings by a nickel per, which is, you know, it, it mounts up over time. You probably are only going to want to do this in that first mailer that goes out. So you don't want to do it in all of them. But uh, if you're interested in doing that, we don't have a place for you to go sign up. I'd ask that you contact your marketing implementation specialist. If you don't have your website, get it set up and get it done quickly. We're going to kick this program off next week, and we will send you an email with all the details on it and a place to uh, you know get started with it. But um, it, that's a great opportunity, and we're going to continue to find things that help subsidize your costs as we go. But this is a big one, and we we we've not gone out and gone back to some people that I know we funded and commissions have been paid. And it's a great way to do that. And you're offering something that they really, really need. You know, people may have a medical emergency. They may have things that they've got to do. If they've got to wait for probate to close or a house to get sold or anything, they're hurting for money. And you become a superstar if you can do that. You're guaranteeing you're going to get that listing or you're going to get the opportunity to acquire that property if you're an investor. So it's a great way to do that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to let you know, I think that's exciting. And Contact your marketing implementation specialist. Jessica's here, and you can talk to her or Jesse or Lizzie, and uh, you can also contact support. They'll point you in the right direction. Anything that you need to do uh, you know, to get in touch with us, we'll help you, and we'll work with any aspect of it.
to make it work for you. But please take advantage of this. We know it's important and it's a darn good program for you. So uh, do that. The phone number to call if you just want to call in is the 844-532-3369. That's also posted in our chat just now. And uh, or you can send an email to support. Any way you want to do it, just contact us. We'll help you. Perfect. And by the way, guys, hey, real fast, um, the uh, probate cash, something that's amazing to offer to heirs. Um, it's good to offer to personal representatives, but I've personally worked with a lot of a uh, lot of lot of folks that are uh, mailing and calling and and doing a great job of working their leads. And a lot of them that are having the best success say that their personal representatives they focus on the real estate and kind of a turnkey type of service to help with probate. And that the additional heirs who may or may not have uh, direct hands-on involvement with the estate, a lot of times they're responding a little bit better to a uh, probate cash forward offer. So they're they're responding well to a cash advance offer, whereas the personal representative many times responds more to the let me take things off of your plate kind of offer. So it's worth potentially changing your message up based on who you're you're going after. Well, and I we have a lot of people, Bruce, that as you know, that are doing both. They they subscribe to both in their county, and particularly the folks who are both, uh, you know, realtors and investors, and you know, they focus a a very investor focused message in some cases on the uh, pre probate side to start with, and they'll move into a uh, a, a more listing oriented approach for that, and they focus a lot of listing stuff on the. Uh, they lead with listings on the the probate side. Yeah, the one will work. But we have a lot of people who do both and are very successful. I mean, it, the more you do, the more you're going to get. The more people you talk to, the better opportunity you have. Dave Bruce, I noticed uh, David Knight was looking for role play partners. I was going to tell David, um, go to all the leads mastermind. You're going to have a huge audience, sir. You're going to have a better opportunity. Uh, to find someone, uh, you know, obviously anybody that's called can respond to them, but just go to all the leads uh, mastermind and just post in there um, on, Facebook. Yeah, on, Facebook. On, fa- on Facebook. I'm sorry. Yeah. Facebook group, all the leads mastermind. I know we do have several active mastermind groups and uh, I'm sure you'd be welcome to join one of those or start your own. For sure. Absolutely. Appreciate You want to take one more round to see if you've got a last second question? Last second questions, guys. Last second questions. I think we um I think we've exhausted it for today. Oh, Roger, Roger. Hey. You got one second, Roger. <laughs> Impossible. Did you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh probate uh in uh, uh cash in my market has to be approved by the court if it's in probate. And uh the caution that I have is making sure that you show return on investment for the uh, uh, for the court to say yes to add more debt to the estate, uh, and I think that uh, that's uh, I've had several conversations and a lot of people don't want to do it until I start showing uh, my latest example, which I have under contract now. Uh, he sold uh, a. a my investor bought it for, and I offered to do some uh, some some work on the house that he had. We sold it for one hundred ninety two dollars to fund the estate so that he could get into a nursing home. Uh, this was not a, a, a probate situation, and he had the ability to say yes, and I could spend. 
I told him I could get probably about twenty to thirty thousand dollars to fix up the house, make some improvements. I just got it under contract today for one hundred and seven, two hundred and seventy-three thousand dollars, as opposed to what he sold it to to, to the investor for one hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of making sure that if you're in probate that you get uh, that you show the value of what the probate cash is going to do for you, for your client, uh, and the court, if it's still in probate or the trustee of the, of, of the trust on that. That's all I got. Thank you very much, guys. Hey, bud. Thank you very much. The one thing I would add about that, and I'll, I'll go ahead and mute you out, is that it also depends on the nature of that transaction. If the transaction is between, uh, the, the probate cash folks and the individual, they could go directly to them and apply, and yeah, there's no. This, in essence, it's covered by the same sort of structure that maybe uh, 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 payday loans are, that sort of stuff. It's just got to be something that they can pay it back. But I think it may be different. I'll call you, Roger. I'll talk to you a little bit about that later. I want to kind of hear what uh, you know, what that, what is in your market. I want to learn a little bit more about that. But thank you for that. And Bruce, I want to ask one other quick question before we get off. You, you've got upcoming. Uh, you know, foundations and and mastery and all that. Is there anything you want to say about that before we go? Yeah, real fast, guys. Um, If you're new here and you've never taken probate foundations, that is a uh, probate mastery uh, program that is offered to everyone here um, with all the leads or thinking about joining all the leads. If you want to get the foundational fundamental elements of it, it's held twice a month. Um, We are going to put that up I'm hoping by tomorrow on the website where you guys can register and announce or register for that class. It's completely free. There is one on the website right now. If you go to training uh, for the first Wednesday of September, Um, that's the only one you're going to see today. Now, probably tomorrow, you're going to see future probate foundations. So I'm doing that every two weeks. And then um, probate mastery is a certification course. I'm going to challenge everyone who's never taken probate mastery to Sign up for uh, that, and that's going to give you a certification that you're going to be able to use in your marketing. Be looking for that tomorrow as well. Um, uh, Tim, I'm 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 setting a deadline. <laughs> I hope I hope we get it up tomorrow. I think I think uh, we just have one string to pull before that's live. So I think you'll right. look out in the training under alltheleads.com, and um, you should be able to register for probate mastery to get your certification. It's a long course that gives you a crazy in-depth understanding of the probate process. Yep. There you go. Uh, Becky, Becky sent me a uh, tongue out. Uh, Becky, you're on the, you're on the spot tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's take it to the barn, Jimmy. All right, guys. I want to thank, as I always do, each and every one of you for being here, particularly thank all those that uh, participated, gave us some great content today. I want to challenge you. Take just one thing that inspired you on this call, go out and put it into practice, and please come back next Thursday and share your results with the group. Have a great week, everybody. See you same time next week. Take care.